Parshas Kisisa, uh, Rishon, chapter 30, verse 11, Perik Lamed, Pasuk Yud Aleph. Aydaber Hashem el Moshe Lamer, and Hashem speaks to Moshe, saying. Now, uh, the question is, when did this take place? Uh, Hashem speaking to Moshe, saying. Moshe was on the Har. Uh, we were talking about before, uh, about the Tzivum Leches HaMishkon, which we're going to see a little bit later on, that was given, uh, seems like when Hashem says, Salachti Lemachros Yem HaKippurim, presumably, uh, till we learn the Rashi, that was uh, a continuation of uh, the previous, um, of the previous Pesukim. Now the question is, when does the Pasuk start with Vaidaber Hashem and Moshe Lamer? Uh, Hashem says to Moshe saying, I mean there is, like a lot of times it's just a continuation. Um, was this on, uh, on another day and another session and another time? Uh, you know, how do you place these each one of these um, sayings separately? What does it mean when it says Vaidaber Hashem and Moshe Lamer when it starts with Vaidaber Hashem and Moshe Lamer? Well, let's go on. Prosecute base. Kisisa Esreish Bnei Yisrael. When you will count, when you will take the sum, you want to know how much there are Esreish Bnei Yisrael, the Jewish people, how much there are. So this is an instruction of how to count the Jewish people. He's not telling him to count them, but he's saying when you count the Bnei Yisrael, Esreish Bnei Yisrael, Livkudehem, uh, to the numbers, meaning you want to know how much there are, so you're counting to get the total, lif kudayim, the nosnu, so then the way you count them, so each person, nosnu ish, so each man should give koifer nafshay, an atonement for his soul, Hashem to Hashem, lif So you're actually, when you're being counted, you're actually giving an atonement to Hashem for your soul. Uh, you give a gift to Hashem, which is an atonement for your soul, when you count them. So, and then you count those koifers, you count those atonements, those uh, money that a person gives for the nafshay, and uh, that way, there will be no plague when you count them. The only way to count them is by each one giving a atonement for their soul, uh, and that's the way uh, we protect them from a negative, as we'll see in Rashi. The question is, atonement for what? But also the idea of atonement makes sense to take away from the negative. Uh, why does the negative count? Uh, the counting itself uh, seems like causes somehow that we need an atonement. I mean, uh, uh, when a person is counted... Uh, you know, his this focus is on him, on on the person, and then uh, that itself brings itself into the spotlight. And then, you know, of course, a uh, person can use a koifer nafshe at that point. Kitiso zetrashi loshin kabola. That means the language of uh, receiving, of taking. Kitagumai, uh, as the translates, the targum translates. Which means, when you wish to receive the amount, the total of their numbers, ladas kamahim to know how much there are, how many in there are. So al timnim lagul goyles don't call, don't count them by the skull, by the head. 
But each one will give the machzah shekel. We'll see. The pasuk here says kefir nafshi, but the pasuk will say in a minute that is the machzah shekel. Then you count the shkolim or the machzah shkolim. And that's how you will know the number. And there shall be no plague. So, Dr. Ashi, why should there be a plague? Dr. Ashi, Shahaminyan Shoilet Boy Ayin Hora. The number, um, the evil eye has the power over it. And uh, then the pestilence uh, comes upon them. Like we find the days of David when they counted them by the head that there was a big devil that came on the people. So therefore, in order to prevent that, we shouldn't count them, but this they shall give everybody who goes through the counting. What means go through? Everybody is counted, but they used to count them by passes through the counting. You go one by one when you pass through. It's called over alapkudim. Goes through the pikudim. As Rashi will explain. So what do they give each one who goes through to be counted? Machzis a shekel, b'shekel hakodesh. A half a shekel in the holy shekel. There's different uh, weights of the shekel, as we'll see in Rashi. But the shekel hakodesh is a half of that shekel. Esrim gedo hashekel. It tells you how much is the shekel. That's twenty gedo. So machzis shekel, which is ten gedo, is trumal Hashem is a offering to Hashem. So what does it mean, Zayitnu? This they shall give. So Rashi had a loikimin matbeya shel eish. Hashem showed him a coin of fire. Again, we had before with regards to Menoira, they wish to show them also a Menoira, but over there in the in Tetzav in the beginning. Over there also it says Menoira shel eish. Apparently everything Malamaila is showed out of the eish, but they showed him a coin made out of fire. And umishkolo, and the weight of it is machzis hashekel, which is a half a shekel. Um, what does it mean? How does a matbeya shaleish weigh a machzis hashekel? I guess the size of the matbeya was a kind of a matbeya which, when you would weigh it, would be a machzis hashekel. Being shaleish and being milo, you probably you can't touch it. He saw a matbeya shaleish which weighs a half a shekel. And then you can see by eye what it is a half a shekel. Say, for example, as we would say, uh, you see the picture of a half a dollar. Uh, so you see the image of the half a dollar, and then you say, even though you see it out of age, but then you know what the machza shekel is. And Hashem told him, like this, like such, they shall give. Why do we say, one with the past to be counted? Zukhtarashi. When you count, that you pass through those who are counted while following one of another. Like we find uh, when it talks about uh, the um, about the Meiser Bokor, the tenth of the Bokor, it says everyone who goes through the Shavit. And also Yirmilam Gimel Yud Gimel, it says, The flock will again pass through the hands of one who counts them. Now, I'm not sure, I mean, so how were they actually counted? So did they, uh, did they line up? And each one 
went through the line, and as they went through, they dropped a half a shekel. And uh, that's the way they lined up. And that's why you knew each person that went through. I mean, how did they get everybody to line up and everybody to give the half a shekel? How did it exactly uh, work? I mean, if they had a list of people who they were supposed to collect the master shekel from, then they didn't need, they had a list, they had names. Uh, then they would get uh, the, the list that way. But um, when Rashi says, Does it mean that uh, those who counted as we will see who counted, and, 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 and exactly how they were counted. But let's go on and we'll see. That's the way of the shekel that I set you up to weigh the holy shekels. Like the shekelim, which is written in the parshas orchim, when a person says the value of me or of a person, there's the different ages which are valued, and that's how much he has to give for Hagdish, or is there a chuza where he has to um, redeem with the with the shekel? But is there a chuza talks about zera choymer soirim bechamishim shekel kesef? Those shekels, that's a shekel akodesh, which is asrim gera shekel. Those are twenty gera the shekels. Those are the shekels that he said over there. Going back for a minute. Um, the question becomes, why did actually Hashem have to show Matbeya Shalesh? Zayitnu. Meila, before Rashi explains, when it came to the Menorah, it says that Moshe was Niskashim, how to make it. Actually, in the beginning it says, Te'asa Menorah, and then it says, Tas, this is in Parshish Truma. So over there, it needed to show Matbeya Menorah because of all the interest, he couldn't make it. But over here, what is so difficult in understanding, uh, you know, the Gassim Geda, have a shekel, this was things that they used and they, and they waited. And uh, why was it necessary to commit Matbeya Shalish? I mean, B'derach Musar, there is understood the idea of Matbeya Shalish. It's not Eichin uh, Kaparosi as the, with the Gemara and the Medrash and everything I speak about. But I'm saying in the Trutishal Mikra, when the child is learning, Rashi doesn't make a note of a year like he said over there. Over there, Rashi makes a point and tells you why he had to show him Matbeish Over there, the Rashi is on Pasik, uh, Pasik Mem in Perek of Hay. Um, the Rashi says over there, the Pasik says, mm-hmm. So, um, Rashi says, so over there it says specifically that the Skasha Moshe But over here it doesn't say the Indian of that the Skasha Moshe Bamesh Te Kaparose and Matbeish Aleish and this idea. But here Rashi just leaves a blank and explains this is what it means. Um, now he tells you how much it is. What is the shekel akodesh? So the machzah shekel is b'shekel akodesh, the standard shekel akodesh, which applies to to archin as the achuza, and here too, how much is that? That's esrim geira shekel. Geira zokrashi is loshem moa. It's meaning a moa, which means a small coin. Pchem b'shmuel alep perik beis lamedvav pas lamedvav. It says, 
Laagunas Kesev Ikikalechem. He will come to prostrate himself before him for a silver piece, which is Agunas Kesev, and a morsel of bread. So the word Agura over there, like Geira, is a is a piece. It's a small uh, small coin, uh, just like Agura over there. Esrim Geira Hashekel. Zokter Ashi Hashekel Hasholim for a whole shekel. Uh, the the esrim gate hashekel hashekel hasholim the twenty gate that's the not a half a shekel the full shekel is esrim gate hashekel hasholim shahashekel arba zuzim the shekel is for zuzim vahazuz and the zuz mitchilose in the beginning was chamish mois it was originally five mois the five aguris loshemor and labov esifo lofshtus but then they uh, came and added a six to it. Uh, and they made it to six more kesef. But lechatchila it was chamish mois. So in the pasuk when it says here esrim geira shekel, so since the shekel is four zuzim and each zuz is five, so that's why it became it would be esr geira. But later on bo the chachamim cave, and so that's why. When we see today, or in the time uh, when the Chacham said this, he's explaining they made the the shekel, they made it six uh, silver moes, um, and and a half of that shekel, which is a half of the it's the same amount, but it's over there to be a half of of the four zuzim, which means two zuzim, which means ten moes, but later on it's twelve moes. But they should give a truma to Hashem. That they should give an offering to Hashem. Now again, this pasuk does not. The psukim here don't say to you why you need to count them or why would you want to count them, and what's the purpose. It only tells you the way we read it now is that when you want to count them, this is what you do, and this is what you give a truma to Hashem. And uh, but now the pasuk starts giving you. Uh, uh, definitions, uh, you know, who is counted? Uh, who is counted? Now, if it's just a totally optional thing, let them count whoever they want. But no, but this counting has meaning, as we're going to see, meaning that this is a specific purpose of counting, um, and Hashem will tell tells them to count them, and He were not just saying an optional key see so when you wish to count them. This is an instruction. When you are told to count them, and you want to count them, this is the way how you count them. It's not just an arbitrary thing that one is going to decide when they want to count, because then the rules of, I mean, maybe the rules of Leibam Negev would apply there, but it's not talking about somebody just like that. We're talking about specifically when you want to count them, because you are told to count them. So the warning here doesn't mean uh, uh, that you. it's an arbitrary counting that you decided, but it means more like when you want to count them because you're told to count them, this is the way you should count them. That's what I seems to me now. Everyone who goes through the counting, as mentioned before, these are the Oiver al Hapikudim. It's from 20 years and up. We'll give the Truma of Hashem. So you count them only from 20 years and up. So Kedashi Limdoch Khan, he teaches, the Pesach teaches you here, 
שאין פוחוס מבן עשרים יצא לצבא ונמנה בכלל אנושים that one who is under 20 cannot go out to the army and be counted included in people guess you know important people or one who is to be counted has to be somebody who makes a contribution which is a יצא לצבא and the Pesach teaches you here that one who is under 20 cannot go out to The army, and that's the reason already we know, that's why he's not counted. He's not counted, because he doesn't make his contribution, he doesn't become part of the tzavah. And so therefore we can learn from here, that he doesn't go out to the tzavah, because that means that he's not counted. Counting and going out to the tzavah are synonymous with, with, with each other. And that's why he's not counted, if you're only from 20 years old. Pazik tezvav, ha'oshir lo yarbeh, The rich shall give no more, and the poor shall give uh, no less, from half a shekel. Uh, to give the uh, offering to Hashem, to atone for your souls. Now, of course, if this is meant, meant to, to, um, uh, to count, I mean, if the, everybody gets something else, then we're going to count the shekels. How are we going to know how much there are? So that seems to be obvious. Uh, so from the Pesach saying the rich man shouldn't give more and the poor shouldn't give less, um, you know, you wouldn't have a number, you wouldn't have an amount. Um, the um, the Pesach used before the Lashon Koifer Nafshir, and over here it says also, L'chaper al-Nafshir And here we're going to see Rashi is going to explain what does it mean for, to atone for your souls. What, did, what sin did they do that they need atonement for? So Rashi, L'chapen avsech min shaloy tinokfu al yidei haminyan that you sh- they should not be struck by a plague because of the, uh, of the counting. So to atone for them also has the sense not because of an avera sin that they did but the actual counting causes a plague and that makes sense to say An atonement. L'chayre, this is also Rashi's explanation for the Koifer Nafshe, although Rashi doesn't say it before. Koifer Nafshe we also translate as a, an atonement for his soul. It's the same Loshnav's Kapore, L'chapir, Koifer Al-Nafshe Seichem. Rashi didn't bother saying anything before. But here Rashi says in the end, L'chapir Al-Nafshe Seichem, uh, there's Koifer Nafshe, but to look in why Rashi didn't say this before. Dover achar lechaper al nafshi seichem. What does it mean to atone for your soul? Zaktad lefi sheromos lehem kan because he hinted to them over here sholish trumis, three types of gifts. So nichtav kan trumas Hashem sholish pam. Yeah, in pasuk yud gimel it says machtz hashekel truma la Hashem. Pasuk yud dalad it says yitain trumas Hashem. In pasuk tezvav it says further trumas Hashem. So it's, it's a hint here for three trumas. Even though the Pasuk is talking about one counting, but there's a hint here of three trumas. Uh, so, um, one is a hint for the gift of the uh, sockets that were underneath uh, the structure of the Mishkan. Shamonon, that he count them, he count They counted the Jews when they started the gifts for the Mishkan. Each one gave a Machzah Shekel. And that was done for the Adonim. Silver Adonim that were in the Mishkan. 
that totaled 100 kikar. Shanemar, as we learn later on in La Posik, Periklamet Ches Posik Hafei, in Pashis Pekudeh, Vikes of Pekudeh Ha'eda, the silver from the counting of the community was Ma'as Kikar, was 100 Kikar. So we see that there was a Kesah from accounting, that there was a Pekudeh Ha'eda, that there was accounting. So that means that that was, that each one gave when, when they were counted, and that was the uh, Ma'as Kikar. And Rashi already, Bamison said in Pashis Truma, Rashi says when it, it says Zov uh, Chesav Rashi says that by in Pasuk Gimel and Perik of Hey in Truma, Rashi says Kulam Bob Nedova Ish Ish Mashen Nedova Libei Chutz Min Akesav Shabob Shove Machtza Shekel Lechol Echot. So when it says over there uh, uh, Truma and over there too, uh, there is uh, uh, three Trumas hinted. As Rashi says over there right away is in the Pasuk Beis, in Tikhwas Trumasi, Omar Abeseinu Gimu Trumas Amuras Khan, Achas Trumas Bekalugul Goylush, Osumem Hadonik, Meshim Furish Beilip Kudai. And then there was the Trumas Hamiz Beyach, uh, for Likhnas Kormis Simir, Achas Trumas Hamishkan, which was Nitas Kolachot. So, uh, this uh, this was the Kesa Pekudah Eida that comes from the Ma'as Kikar, which the Pasik says in Pekudah, Umehem Naso Adonim. Shenemar, as the Pasik says, Shemar Islam at Cheschov Zayin, Vahim Ma'as Kikar HaKesav. And that was the only thing, as Rashi said over there in Pasik Gimel, V'loi Matzin B'chom Lechza Mishkal, Shur Tzuch Hashem Kesav Yoyser. And Rashi says, Shara Kesav Bosh Amadovos, Vuklesharis, there was actually this, uh, perhaps there's... Um, and you look, I will look in later on uh, what the old castle was used for exactly. But Bashenis Afiyah de Minya. The second one also was counted. Shemonom, that he counted them Mishahukam Mishkan. That was after the Mishkan was uh, uh, raised. That's the Minyan that is in the beginning of Bamidbar. Aleph Aleph. It says, Be'echod Lachoydesh Hasheni. On the first day of the second uh, month, that's uh, Aleph year, basically. Bishon Hashem is the second year of Goyam Yisrael. So then, again, each person gave a half a shekel. And that was that was to buy the communal sacrifices for every year. Uh, okay, as I mentioned before, Rashi in Truma also quotes that, that that's the other Truma. Uh, so that was, since they had already the... Um, Carbonus uh, Tibur, so the Kol Shona Veshona. Now the only question uh, becomes uh, uh, how did they buy the other Carbonus uh, uh, that they did uh, until Aleph Iyar? I mean, they had the Carbon Tomit. Uh, the Carbonus that we learned in Parshas Kisisa, those belong to, uh, those were Arnabonus, they were the Bailim. Again, I'm trying to uh, remember um, what the Rashi quoted before, who actually paid for the Karbonis, so whose Karbonis were they, Aaron or Bonovs. Rashi called them the Bailim definitely many times, and they were the Bailim of the of that uh, of those Karbonis, so presumably they paid for it, but uh, I'm trying to remember. And then we have like the Karbonis that took place uh, out of uh, the, um, it says, Vayakrivo Eilois, by the Mizbeach in the end of Aparshish uh, Mishpatim before Matan Torah. I mean, that could have been, you know, came from private people. But it still seems like that um, there should have been some uh, some Karbonis Sibur 
from the time of Hukama Mishkan, uh, from Rosh Chodesh Nisan until Rosh Chodesh Ir. Uh, so I'm just wondering where did they money that money to buy the carbonist tzibur, and it had to be represented by everybody lechera. So where did they uh, where did that collection where is that collection hinted? Because here we're talking about already beechad beir. V'nos kol echad machta shekel ve'imliknus mem carbonist tzibur shekol shana b'shana. V'hujhu behemanim v'ashirim. And then the rich and the poor were also equal to them. V'loyse truma and for that truma nemar lechapa nafshi seichem. And that's what it's written to atone for your soul. Because the carbonists are coming in general, all the carbonists are coming for atonement. So, uh, according to this, that is the Trumas Hashem Apostle Tazvov. But when it says uh, in the beginning, Koifer Nafshoi, Akapara for himself, over there, there's no Truma yet over there, that's none of them. but Lachera, that should also apply to, to this one, because that's the Kapara. And finally, Rosh says, uh, That's the Truma of the Mishkan, as it says, uh, uh, which is, is called uh, Anybody who raised a gift of Kesef and Nechoshes. Now, actually, so there was a, a separate a truma of Kesav and Nechoshes. Um, so, um, what Rashi means, Lechayre, in truma, and this is what Rashi actually says, Ushora Kesav Hashem and Those were the extra, those is the call made him Trumas Kesav and Nechoshes. So, that was taken separate. It was a separate Nedava uh, for... Um, for 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 the other things, for the kalim and uh, and for the rest of the stuff that they needed, so that's what the pasuk says. They're called meintrus kesef nechoshes. I mean, Rashi is not. This is a little different than the Rashi in Truma, where Rashi brings the three Trumas, because that other Truma talks about all the thirteen items that they gave over there. But here we're specifically talking about the shekel, about the silvers we're talking about. So Rashi brings specifically the Pasuk of Trumas, Kesef, and Nechoshes. Within Kesef itself, there was three types of Kesef. There was one Kesef which came before, as soon as they put up the Mishkan to make that Donim, when they announced that was the gifts, Machsa Shekel, then there was accounting after that for the Karbonis. And then you had the Medim Trumas Kesef, Lois Yadkum Shove, Elish Ish Mashinot Veliba, every person, whatever their heart wanted to give, and that's what they give. But uh, so still, so this sees that this Kisisus Rejmei Yisrael is not just accounting, not when you want to, but these are the specific times when they needed to count them. Pasuk Tezayim, Lokachtas Kesef Sikpurim, you should take this silver of atonement, Meiz Bnei Yisrael, from the sons of Israel. You should put it for the work of the tent of meeting. And this shall be a remembrance for the uh, children of Israel. Before Hashem. To atone for your souls. So we'll see the Pasuk in, in Rashi over here. You should give it for the service of the El Moyed. So Lamadito, so from here you learn that he was instructed to count them in the beginning of the gifts of the Mishkan after the act of the eagle. 
because a plague entered in them, as the Posik says later on, in Paraklamet base, Posiklamet Hey further down, by that Hashem plagued the people because they made the eagle. So Moshul, this is an example, to a sheep which is dear unto the owners, in which a plague has fallen, and once it stopped, Omar so he says to the shepherd, I beg of you, count my sheep, see how many are left over, to let him know love that it's dear to him. It's impossible to say that this counting, which counting? The counting of Kisisa that we're learning over here when you count them. So we can't say that this counting who? That's the same counting that is written in the Chumash in Bamidbar. Shari Nemar, boy, because over there it's written Bamidbar. Aleph, Aleph. It's written Be'echod Lachoydesh Hashem on the first day of the second month. There was an Aleph year. Va'mishkan hukam Be'echod Lachoydesh Hashem. The Mishkan stood up and was finally, after the Shiva Shemayim Eluim, it was stood up on the first day of the first month, the first of Nisan. Shenamar, as it says in Shmois, Perik, Mem, Posik Beis, we'll learn later on, that Be'yoyim Achoydesh Harishoyim, Be'echod Lachoydesh, on the first month, on the first day of the month, talking should stand up. And therefore, we have to say that this is a different count. That this is a different count. Because the Pasuk specifically says here, the Pshutish Mikra, in addition to what Rashi quoted before from the, uh, from the Dovar Achar, but in the Pshutish Mikra over here, the Pasuk says that you should take the Kesef HaKippurim, the same Kesef HaKippurim, to put in Avedis Oil Moed. So that must mean that they counted them that they use the money for the Avedis uh, for the Avedis of the of the Mishkan. So therefore, they had to count them before the Nidvas, before they made the Mishkan. And Rashi explains what was the point of the counting was because there was a Magaifa, and after the Magaifa, you, you count. Hazen, from this counting, Nasu Adoni Mishkalim Shaloi. So the sockets for the uh, for the planks of the Mishka were made from this uh, from this shekel, Shunemar, as it says later on in Pekudesh, that the hundred kicker of Kesev that came from the combined total of all the gifts of all the Kesev that they counted was Lotzekes. So this tells it was two. One of them was in the beginning of their uh, contributions. Which was Achar Yema Kippurim after Yim Kippur Bishon Narishoyna on the first year. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, as Rashi will say, Esh told them about it on after Yim Kippur when he finally came down from the Har after Slachti Kitvarecha. That's what Hashem told him to build the Mishkan. So after the Yim Kippurim Bishon Narishoyna the first year. And then the second one was in the second year, which means started with this in the second year. So that was Be'ior, on the first day of Eor, Mishukum Mishkan, once the Mishkan was uh, stood up. And this is Asat Oisal Moed. So the Pashtip Shat is that this Kisisa was 
um, this kisisa was right lemachos yemikipurim, and lechayra just like Rashi says that the whole malachas amishkon took place after Hashem said kuslachti kitvarecha. So this is part of the Belechas HaMishkan, so this also has to take place at that same time, by, by uh, after he said, Salach Tkid But the problem, Rashi says, if you're going to ask, Vichy Efsher, is it then possible, Shabishneim, that in both counts? So now we have a count, we're saying it's not one count that we find in Bamidbar. But there's one count that we find in Bamidbar, is different than this was went to the Oil Moyet. Is it then possible then, that the number of Yidin were the Jewish people counted from 20 and up, counted exactly same amount. Sheish meis alof, ushloishus alof v'chamesh meis chamishim. 600,000, and then 3,000, and 550. 603 and 550. So we're saying the different counts. Is it possible different counts would be exact same number? Sharebikasev, pikudei the nemer kein. Because this is the number it says for the silver from the counting of the people in uh, in, 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 in Pekudei, when it tolls up, it gives you the number 603,550. Over there in Pekudim, it says, There were 600,000. But this was in two years. I mean, this was on after Yom Kippur, and that was in the beginning of year. Could it be that on the first count there were Bnei Teishai as Rishonah, there were 90 years old, Shilei Nimnu, that weren't counted, and on the second one they turned 20. Tshuva the response to it is, Counting of years of people, they were counted as one. But for the counting of Exodus of Egypt, we counted as two years. Because for the Exodus of Egypt, we count from Nisan. As we learn in the Sechel Beis Beis. And the Mishkan was built in the first year. That was after, an, an, uh, that was in between, uh, before Rishchidosh Nisan. And it was set up on the second one. You have a new year on the first day of Nisan. But the years of the people, they are counted by the years. That begins from Tishrei. The one year was in Tishrei after Yom Kippur. That Hashem forgave appeased to forgive them, and it's Tavala Mishkan, and then, so the first count was on Tishrei after Yom Kippur, after Hashem agreed to forgive them on Yom Kippur, and then when it's Tavala Mishkan, on, that was all done on Yom Kippur, on Yud, and also the Kisisa, Vashayni was done Bechad Be'ir. So it comes out according to this Rashi, that when we say 20 year old, whoever was 20, starting from uh, that Tishrei. In other words, it's like a class, a cut-off date. If you were 20 by Tishrei, then you were counted. If you weren't, then you weren't counted. And we didn't go individually when the person was born. Was born. It's not by your years, but it's by the years of the, of, uh, of, the, of the year. You had to be 20 by Tishrei. 
Because otherwise, how does that help? Uh, or maybe it works by the, maybe the, nobody changed. Rashi says that it's impossible. Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, and uh, again, this is probably all at the. Um, this probably should be in order. There's no reason to say that this is out of order. So the Hakomas Mishkan, the Begodim, the the tzivui for the miktar ketoides, for the mizbeach for the miktar ketoides. It's not only where the Torah placed it, they mokdom mocha b'toyre b'chalal, but I guess we should assume that whatever we don't have to say, we don't say that. So uh, the tzivuyim, like for example, the fact that the tzivui for the mizbeach ketoides is written the end of Parshas Tetzave, and not together with all the other kalim in Parshas Truma, it's not just that the Torah recorded it in Parshas Tetzaveh and maybe it was said during the same time together with Parshas Truma for some reason, but that's the time that it was actually said, in the order that it was said. And so the explanation needed for why does the Ketoris, uh, the Mizbah Ketoris written uh, in Parshas Tetzaveh is not only why is it written there, but why did Hashem tell it to him at that point in, uh, later? And similar here, we're going to learn about the Kir now, so when is this Vaidabra Hashem and Moshe Lamer? Assumingly, they one happened after the other. So this is the Tzivui. The Tzivui comes one after the other. L'chayre, that's the time-wise, unless we have a reason to say that it's out of order. So, again, uh, it seems like all this is said on uh, Yom Kippur, before Moshe Rabbeinu is going, coming down from the heart, when Hashem is telling him to, um, to build the Mishkan. As Rashi just pointed out in... Uh, the previous Rashi that that um, that 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 happened um, um, and then after Mishkan um, and then and Rashi will say it's be finished later on in a more clear. So the Pasuk says, You should make a washstand, uh, make it out of copper. <coughs> and the base uh, should be uh, copper. So the kir, that's the bowl where you wash your hands, the the big bowl. And the chanoi is the base, is the um, the foot of the uh, of the, the, the stand for the kir, that all the kir is on. Lerachza. Uh, to, to wash. So there was a kan, there was a stand, and then you place the kir on top of the stand. When the oisoi, you should place the kir ben oil moyed uvein hamizbeach. You should place it between the tent of meeting and the and the altar. When the and you should uh, place uh, water over there. Now, uh, see in Rashi, where the uh, positioning of the kir was. Well, let's look at Rashi. Kir is Rashi kimin dud It's like a big, uh, a big bucket. Velo uh, dadin, which had faucets, hamariki mayim that would uh, would allow for water to pour through their openings. Um, water would come out from the openings of these. Uh, of these of, of these dadim, uh, 
that would come out. V'chanoi, in its base, Rashi Kitar Gumoi, as the Targum says, Ubisisei, that is the basis, that's the basis. Moshe Mesukan Lekir, that was a uh, a seat prepared for the kiyar, so the kanai was sitting and standing there, and then it had a place that you just placed the kiyar uh, on it. Lerochza, uh, lerochza is not on the kanai. Rashi Mustafa Lakir that goes on the kiyar. The kiyar was done for washing, and uh, you should place it. The pasuk says, "Bein oyel moye du bein amizbeach." Rashi, which mizbeach we're talking about? We're talking about Mizbacha Oil, Shekosuf Boy, Shahulif Ne Pesach Mishkan Oil Moyed. When it says Bena Mizbeach, we're talking about the Mizbeach, not the Mizbeach of the Ketoris, Mizbeach Hazov, which was inside of the Oil Moyed, but we're talking about the Mizbacha Oil, about which it's written, Shahulif Ne Pesach Mishkan Oil Moyed, that you should place Pesach Mishkan Oil Moyed. So he is outside of the Oil Moyed. Pesach, and this is and the washstand was drawn away slightly from the entrance um, so it doesn't interrupt at all between the the another the key does not interrupt between the Mizbeach and the Mishkan and the door of the Mishkan it doesn't interrupt Meaning that we don't place it literally in between the door and the Mizbeach, in between the Oil Moed and Mizbeach, but you actually pull it away from the Mizbeach. It's in the ear. If you draw a line, uh, a straight line, you know, along the uh, east wall um, from north to south of the opening of the door, draw a line, you draw a line. Uh, the end of the Mizbeach, uh, which is facing the Oil Moyed, in that ear, in between that ear, that's where you put the the uh, kir, but not in the way that interrupted in between the Oil Mishkat. Mishum Shinemar, because the Posik says uh, later on in Shmois Mem, Posik Hoftez, that's Mizbacha Oilo, and the Mizbacha Oilo, some Pesach Mishkan Oil Moyed, that he placed the, the Mizbacha Oilo, which is called the Mizbech, in which you bring down the Oilo. Again, that's a reference to the Mizbech HaChitzah because with regards to the Mizbech HaChitzah, as the Pesach said earlier in the end of um, of Tetzave, Leisalu Olov Oilo Mincha, that it's only for Ketoides, not Oilo. So Mizbech Oilo is the reference for the Mizbech of the outside in which you brought the Karbonis Oilo. So some Pesach Mishkan Oil Moed, that's where he brought the Mishkan of Oil Moed. Kolaymer means Mizbech of Oil Moed, Vein Kir of Oil Moed. And the Mizbech should be in front of the Moed, but not the Kir. Before the Oymoyed. Okay, Tzad. So how did this work? If the Pasuk says here, you should put it between. So, It was pulled towards the south side of the of the Chatzar, uh and uh, towards the Dorum. And it was in this space that is between the Mizbeach and the opening. So we learned in Mizbeach Tzvachim, Nutesomid Aleph. Now, uh, the Pasuk says, Unasato Shomamoyim. Again, they place the water. Where did they take the water for, from? One from for there, presumably the only place that water came from the um, from the air from the. I mean, this was all the water that they had over there, the water for the mikveh and the achatzar el that we learned before, 
and placing the water into the kiyar that they used for them. It all came from the uh, from the Be'erishal Miram, from the oven which Moshe Rabbeinu uh, uh, brought water back in um, Parshish B'Shalach. Doesn't say B'Ferish. What they would do is they would bring water and they'd bring water in there, into the place water in there. And his son will wash from it as he their hands and feet. So Rashi explains that the Koyen would sanctify together in one shot his hands and feet together. So we learn how did it work? How did one sanctify the hands and the feet? He puts his right hand on his right foot. And the uh, left hand on the left foot. And he would uh, make them holy. Now, is not only... Uh, his yadayim and there are not both hands, not the hands and feet, but both hands and both feet, both of them were done together. So lechayra, uh, I mean, Rashi doesn't explain the rest of the process over here. So lechayra, another koyin would take water, uh, doesn't say from the kier, um, and pour it over to look in the Rambam or look in the Gemara how this process was done. Uh, uh, how did they uh, pour the water on both hands and feet together? Um, so they must have poured it right onto the uh, floor of the um, of the Chatzar El Moed. Uh, the water must have been poured over there. I mean, we weren't talking about a lot of Kahani, but this first stage, he talked about the Aaron and the two sons, and then, uh, I mean, two of them, you know, died immediately, so there was only Aaron, then later on, the rest of the Kahani, but it wasn't so much Lechatchila. So, but how do they, um, I'm just uh, trying to figure out, you know, the keli that they used and the, and from the, uh, you know, what kind of water it needed to be exactly, you know, the, there was a whole, um, there was a whole constru- contraption in the Besamikdosh, uh, you know, uh, uh, how the water used to go to the, um, to this, this is Barichas in the, uh, in the in the uh, in the Tanakh and in the Mishnah, but um, here in the Mishkan, Rashi doesn't explain so far. We'll see what happens. Doesn't give you much of the details how exactly it took place. Outside of saying that everything was done by Bas Achas, uh, which means that the Kain himself couldn't do it because somebody had to do it and uh, kind of needed to be pretty fit to be able to put both hands on both feet. Now, uh, the foot over here, uh, the hand, I'm assuming, uh, we're referring to the, um, like we wash today, uh, the hand, you know, not any more than the, than the, you know, the fingers or, and the, the upper part, I'm not sure exactly till where, uh, what is the ideum, and then also, the Raglayim, what does it mean? Which section of the Raglayim? Uh, if they have, to, if the Raglayim means the uh, the toes, uh, it's it's quite a job to get your hands on your toes. Uh, not every can easily put both hands on both toes. That's a stretching. 
uh, exercise to put both hands on both toes, uh, both on, on your feet. How did it exactly work? Um, how do you put the monis and the raglay monis and yodi agal raglas monis? Anyways, go back to Poschov. As they enter the tent of meeting, so when they enter the tent of meeting, uh, they shall wash uh, with water, and they shall not die. Or when they approach uh, uh, the altar, uh, to serve, uh, to bring a, uh, a fire offering of uh, of uh, of smoke to Hashem. Uh, to uh, offer the incense we learned before that in the morning and the afternoon uh, they bring in the incense uh, um, and um, uh, or to sprinkle some of the bub, the blood of the bull of the anointed Kohen Godel who erred in a lachic decision and practiced according to that erroneous decision so the Torah says uh, over there in Vayikra because over there in uh, in Vayikra, um, Perik Dalad, um, uh, Posik uh, Zayin, it says, V'nosna koimin adama karnes mizbach teres asamim lifnei Hashem. So that was the um, necessary to go in uh, for the um, the uh, the koyin uh, Hamashiach, uh, the anointed koyin. Um, the anointed koyin God was necessary for him to go in. Um, other thing is was that was the uh, uh, the blood of the kids, um, the goats of Avedazara uh, sin offerings uh, for having engaged in idolatry. Um, now the dinim of the Sidi Avedazara is in Bamidbar Perik Tesvav. Uh, beginning with Pasuk of Beis and um, through, um, I guess, Pasuk of Pasuk Lamed. I don't see the Pasuk over there that it was brought inside. I don't see in the Rashi over there. I'm looking in the Rashi. I don't see the Rashi that brought it inside. So I don't know what uh, it means that Sira Avidazara, that they were brought in El Moyed. Apparently, we learned that out somewhere, but it's not clear. Rashi doesn't bring it over there. I just looked quickly. So I'm not sure exactly uh, where we learned this out. And the Pesach just talks about Achatas over there. It doesn't say anything that um, the uh, um, that you would bring it inside uh, on the Kronos of Bech. Maybe we'll learn out the Gemara somewhere from Exeter Shav or something, but um, in the Pesach, and Rashi doesn't bring it down over there, clearly, that I can see right now. But in any event, it says, So, but the question, though, I have is, why is Rashi excluding, for example, the Hadlaka Sanedis? Uh, uh, brings down Lactic Toidis, Shachris, Zubayn Arboim, and doesn't bring down the Alis the, uh, Hasanedis. Uh, that, that would be too. Uh, 
when he was marked to the he was also Balois Chasanoidus. Why does Rashi choose to say David Laktiktoidus? Because they were both done at the same time. Sign in the morning, sign in the afternoon. So, but Rashi chooses Laktiktoidus, which took place at the same time. Now, I don't know if you why does Rashi mention only Laktiktoidus and not the Balois Chasanoidus? The lawyer Musu Zok Rashi says Rashi Hoyim Lo Yirchatzu, but if they don't wash your Musu, that they will die. But Torah Nemru Klolis for the Torah there are stated implications. We imply Miklalava Tashemayin. The Torah says it in an implied way that he says don't die if you do that means that what that you learn the positive that if. Uh, that if you do uh, not wash, then you will die. He writes it in the Veloyamusu if you do wash. So that is Veloyamusu. Or they come close. This is talking Which means, so even if we don't come to the Veloyamusu, Ella Bechotzer, but only he stood in the Chotzer, still. The Torah says that you have to wash before you go to do the service. So the first part of the pasuk, that's what I says, has to be mizbech hachitzim because the mizbech apnimi for the ktoiris, we're already talking about That's going inside. That's bevoyim. This is begishtom. It's talking about when you're outside. Rashi brought down before that the mizbech um, uh, that the kiyor was standing towards the, um, a little bit towards the Dorum, Kneged Avir Shebein HaMizbech V'Hamishkon. In other words, if you face the entrance of the Mishkon, which is Mizrach, the door is to the Mizrach, uh, Dorum is on your left hand side. But Rashi before brought down, there was two Manda Omars about... Uh, how high the Mizbech uh, actually was, uh, whether it was like the Pasik says, Sholosh Amis Kemosom, or like Rashi seems to go more like the second uh, shot, that uh, just like the Mizbech HaKetayres, the height is twice the width, so the same thing is by the Mizbech uh, HaNechoshes, so that means that the Mizbeach was actually 10 Amas high, and Kemosa is Misfas Sevil Ma'ad. Rashi explained over there that it was from the Sevil Ma'ad, it was 3 Amas, but it was really 10 Amas high. But Rashi already explained in um, in Pasik Dalad, Perik Chav Zayin, that the Kevesh, Shoyah um, Boy, uh, so he brings down. That was on the dorm of the Mizbeach, so that meant that means uh, that it went down from the ramp of the Mizbeach and it was separated from the Mizbeach Malachut Asaydo. The Rashi says Veraglov Magin Ad Amos Somuch Lekal Leachotzer Shebedorim. So the means on the south side there was just a barely an amo, one amo left space because they needed a large ramp according to the opinion that it was 10 amas high as opposed to, as she says there if it was a small 
the smaller mizbech, the whole mizbech was three amas high, so then the kevish was much smaller and earlier, as Rashi says there. But I'm trying to find out what I'm what I'm uh, having a little bit of a difficulty here is if we should say that the kevish was on the dorm towards the dorm side and ended with an ama over there. So really, the only way to get to the uh, to the kiyar was to have to go all around, because Rashi says over here was Moshech Kimel L'Tzad Dorum. And I find it, uh, it's kind of difficult to squeeze through in an Amr uh, for the people to walk through right in front of the Kevish. The Kevish uh, was right by the Awanam uh, away from the Kloim, from the Chotzer. So presumably the Kayanim would go around from the other way. Um, so uh, it would almost make sense for the Kiyar to be Moshuch L'Tzad Sofin. In other words, on the, on the right-hand side of the person, not on the left-hand side, where the ramp is in the way. So I'm just trying to, going back and trying to figure out and understand well, how, how did it exactly work? How did it go over on that side versus uh, having it to the northern side? would probably be more, seems to be more practical. Especially if the kavona is for them to, before they go over to serve on the Mizbeach, to wash the hands, uh, it almost seems like they should wash the hands before they get to the Mizbeach. So, um, so at least if it's Moshuch, if it was Moshuch Legabit Sofen, so conceivably when the person walked in through the Chotzer Ayol Moyed from the Mizrach, he uh, could walk to the right, his right-hand side, which is the northern side, and uh, even though he's going to pass the line of the Mizbeach, but he's not going to come in direct contact with Mizbeach until he gets to the Kier, and then from the Kier, he'd uh, go around to the Mizbeach, but where uh, the um, Kier was drawn, not opening in the facing of the door of the Oyel Moed, now, um, the door of the oil made, we learned before, the Mosach HaChotzer, we learned in the end of Pasha's Truma, was Esrim Amo. So the opening was 20 Amo. So Pesach HaOyel would be uh, 20 Amo. Um, if the Mishkan, it's the Mizbech itself was... Sorry, got the wrong entrance. I mean to uh, talk about the entrance to the Mishkan, which was uh, ten, amis, uh, ten amis wide, and as described in the Pasuk and Rashi on Pasuk Lamed Aleph, Perik Chovov, Vosiso Tchelos Vargomon, Paroiches Tchel Vargomon, and Nosatois Labomodishitim, and Rashi says that Paroiches Orko. Yud Amos Lerachboy Shel Mishkan, and Lerachboy Yud Amos Kigavon Shel Kroshim. I got again the wrong Mosach. Uh, that's the Paroiches, which is Mavsik. I mean Pasik Lamed Vav, Pasik Vosisa La Mosach Chamisha Mudei Shitim, which Rashi said that was the villain connected Hapesach. Rashi teaches or the midas hamosach ki midas haparoiches yudamis a yudamis. Okay, so it's the same as the parochel before yud by yud. But the bottom line is that the opening, the entrance to the mizbeah to the oil moed was yudamis. Now the size of the uh, mizbeah was only five by five. 
So when we say that you place the Mizbeach by the opening of the, uh, in front of the door of the oil moed, Pesach Mishkan oil moed, so that really means that uh, only, uh, does it mean that um, it was like centered, like the center of the five Amas was centered with the uh, ten Amas of the opening, so that uh, from the two edges of the uh, of the Mishkan, uh, there was equal space left to the entrance, so it took up five and a half, so you had like two and a half on this side, two and a half on that side, like it was centered, and then we say that it was Moshech Kima towards the uh, the Darum, that would mean um, a little bit to the to the left. Now in Rashi, in the end of uh, in the end of Pashas Truma, on the pasuk of Eirech Achotzer Meya Ba'ama Vereichav Chamishim Chamishim, that's pasuk Yudches in Perik Chav Zayin. So Rashi gives her the layout of the uh, of the Chotzer, and it says what Chamishim Chamishim means that there was an empty space of Chamishim Chamishim, and uh, Rashi says over there that. I mean, so over there the Mishkan was in the second fifty uh, Amas, but the so the uh, the Mizbeach Hachitzin uh, uh, that was in the um, in the first uh, uh, fifty Amas um, over there. Um, now it was Pesachayil Moed. It doesn't say exactly, you know, what the distance was over there. Okay, just things to look into further. They shall wash their hands and their feet. So they shall not die. They should be for an internal uh, law. For him. Uh, that's for Aaron. And for his seed. For the generation. So the Pasik actually changed around from the word when they enter. It says before it says Varachatsu Aaron Uvonov uh Aaron and his sons and uh, um, and also over here and it's Liloyo Musu and then it says Vahoisolahem Chokoilom. But then the Torah distinguishes and separates between Aaron and them by saying Loi Ulazare Lidereso. But what is this posse coming to teach us with the Vloya Musu when we just said it before in the Pasik uh Chav. In the Pasik Yutas says Virachatsu Pasik Chav says Vlaya Musu. So Trashi Lakhayev Misala Mishamish Bimizbayah Bain Rachutya Daim Raglaim. This is coming to uh, the death penalty, to obligate the death penalty one who serves in the Mizbayah without washing his hands and feet. I already says Vlay Musu before Shamisa Rishina Lishamanu Allah Nikhlas Lahikal. For the first Misa, we only learn from there if somebody enters the Heichel. Because it says, uh, Then the Pazit says, Without writing, uh, that it will get also. Even though it says, uh, You can say that it's not actually for Misa. But that's for the requirement of washing their hands. To Pasik Chaf, uh, Pasik Chaf Beis. <coughs> Again, by Daber Hashem El Moshe Leimer, and Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, and this is still continuing with a different Hashem saying to Moshe with regards Leimer to say to the Yisrael, 
different things related to the um, still to the Mishkan. We learned about the Kir, and uh, before that we learned about the uh, the Machzis Hashekel that they were supposed to give uh, for the Adonim. And now we're going to learn about the um, actually the the, the different besamim the. The Shem and Mishchas Kodesh that they created. It's a pasuk of Gimel. And you take for yourself besamim. Those are spices. Uh, uh, but it says besamim roish. Roish means head, uh, meaning important, fine, uh, fine besamim. Mor deroir. Chamesh meyos. That's pure mirth. Uh, uh, that should be 500, meaning that the amount should be 500 shekel weights. We learned uh, this is the shekel hakodesh, the esrim geira shekel, but chamesh meyos, 500 shekel weight. Uh, the kinmon besem, uh, besem is a, frang- uh, a fragrant of a kinmon. Kinmon is a cinnamon. So, uh, uh, the half of it, machatzisoy, half half of the amount equals chamishim two hundred and fifty shekel. That means that the whole amount is five hundred shekel. We'll see. Um, we'll see why it says in this way in Rashi. Then we have uknei boisem boisem again. This is the fragment of knei. That's a cane. Uh, then of that you have chamishim two hundred and fifty uh, shekel. So Rashi besamim roish that means chashuvim that means important of a high quality. The kinmon besem the fragrance of uh, of kinmon that's the cinnamon. So Rashi lifi sha kinmon klipas eights. Since cinnamon is the bark of a tree, klipas eightsu it's the bark of a tree. Yeshehu toiv. Uh, and there is some type which is a good and that has a taste, a good smell and a taste. But there is a type of a cinnamon which is just like a piece of wood, no, no taste and no smell. That's why he said kinmon besim. What kind of a kinmon? What kind of a Cinnamon, a besom kind of kidman, which is a fragrant kind of kidman, which is minhatoy from the good one. So then it says that the also the the uh, kidman besom, the the pasuk says that you should take the kidman besom, you should take machatzis hamishim osoy. So actually, what it means is machatzis habo osoy tehei hamishim Half of its bringing. Half of it's bringing, meaning the way it's brought, as we're saying, when it's brought to the place where it's mixed, where the mixture is made. So the way you bring it, you bring it, uh, uh, you bring it halfway. Really, the entire amount turns out to be five hundred. Just as the uh, amount of the mordereir of the pure mirth. However, in K, Loma Nemer Bechatsoy. So why doesn't Terry say just 500, like it says by the Mordor? It's a decree of the uh, verse, Lahavi Lechatsoy, that it's being brought half. You know, you take a half, 
you bring 250 plus 250. That is to um, to add to it two overweights. Because you don't uh, weigh ayin uh, ba'ayin is exactly, exactly. So in other words, whenever you measure, you measure against the weight. But you measure against the weight, but you do a little extra. You don't take ayin exactly. But the Torah says half in order to get two more, not just one extra little, but get two more, because each time you weigh, you have to add a drop over, and that's how you're going to get when you bring it. Machatzisa, you're going to be weighing two overweights, and that's why it's brought in half. Uknei voisem, and the fragrant of the of the cane. Again, Dr. Ashi. There are canes that are not of spice. Let's say a fragrance that they have a spice, that they have a smell, they're a spice, and um, they're good for the besom. The word besomim is is also is 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 fragrance, is is spices, and uh, and the besom and the besom is the is the lotion. Yachit for the, each one, a fragrant kind of a kidman or a fragrant kind of a of a um, uh, of a kone. That's That's the entire weight of the kneboisim. Now I don't know exactly, and they were formed. They were formed like in like we have today, like in small pieces. They were grinded up. They were chopped up, or what exactly? Let's go weiter. Pasuk Chav Dalit, Vikida, that's called Kasia, called Kida. Rashi's going to say it's kind of a root of a grass. So this Kida is also Chamesh Meis, should be 500. Now here the Pasuk says, B'Shekel HaKodesh, to the Holy Shekel, so that the weight is in the in the Holy Shekel. It's interesting that before, in Pasuk Gimel, when the Pasik tells you to give a machzis a shekel, call even a pikud a machzis a shekel, says b'shekel hakodesh, and Rashi says over there, uh, the mishkal hakshekel shekotzavti loch lishkel b'shikle hakodesh, which is kigoyin. Rashi says call him hamurim parshach nuzde achuza, but actually this is also b'shekel hakodesh. I mean over there it's actually called him as far as money. Here it's actually weights, but it's still the same here, uh, the same weight. Rashi doesn't bring down over there this this shekel over here because this wasn't of silver, so it's just the weight of a shekel, uh, it was a shekel silver. The shemen zayis and uh, and olive oil um, is a hin. Uh, that they is a hin. Rashi tells the shear. Now all these types are included just in the. Uh, in the general rule that it says right in the beginning of Pashas Truma, when the Pasik tells about the gift, it says that what he needed was Besomim L'Shemen Hamishcha, the Besomim for Shemen Hamishcha. So these were uh, the Besomim, and this was the required amounts of the Besomim that they needed the people to uh, to bring. And these are the details of these Besomim. Uh, I'm not sure, uh, the Pasik doesn't say, the Pasik says Shemen Lamoir, and it says besomim l'shem and hamishcha, but lechera the besomim that includes it, because if it's shem and hamishcha, it has to be the shem too. So um, the shem the pasuk specifies that's lamoyer, that's the shem 
the Shemen Zayis. Here Rashi says, here the Pasuk is Shemen Zayis. Now, there's no Zoch over here. I mean, this is not, we learned before about Menachis. The difference by Menachis is you don't need the Shemen Rishin. You, even after you grind it, it's good. Over here, that's only done by Machteshis. But over here, it just says the Shemen Zayis. doesn't say, uh, right now, it doesn't say uh, one way or the other. And since it doesn't say, it's not, it wasn't necessary. But Rashi doesn't say it anyways over here. Let's see. The Kida. What does Kida mean? Rashi Shem. It's the name of Shredish Esav, of a root of a grass. It's a grass root. Bolshen Chachomim, it's called uh, Kitsiya, which is translated as Kitsiya. Hin, that was the amount of the olive oil. Hin Zotrashish name Osar Lugim, that's 12 Lugim. Now, how did the Bissamim, the Shavra Mishcha, work together with the olive oil? Zotrashi, Venechlikul Bechachma Yisrael. And there was a disagreement in this, in the procedure, by the Jewish sages. The mayor says, Boy Sholku Esso Ikorin, that uh, they, uh, when they made the anointing oil, they boiled the roots in it, um, so that the roots of the, uh, I guess the roots, I asked before, how did they do it? So they took roots uh, of the, um, of the of the kida, and then they took the knei boisman and the ikorin, or the the no, only the roots, or the 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 knei boisman, then the uh, and the cinnamon and the uh, and the mordorer, and they cooked it. So that that's what they cooked it. Amalei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says to the mayor, "Alei losuches oikrin in a sipek." So it's not it's it, it, this anointment oil. Uh, uh, did not even suffice to anoint the roots, and thus by certainly could not boil the spices in the oil. He says there wasn't enough oil. A shemen ahin, which is twelve lugin, doesn't have enough to go ahead and do this amount of five hundred and five hundred and five hundred and, and two fifty. All these together is not enough in them to 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 even if you want to smear all these entire uh, spices that they brought. But Ella Shorum Bemaim. But first they soaked all these types in water. So they don't swallow this, uh, the oil, so they don't absorb the oil. And then he poured the oil upon them. Until they were absorbed uh, with the smell. So that the oil that was poured over them absorbed uh, the smell of the different incense, of the kida and the mordreir and the kinmon and the knei, all these fragrances. And then the and then they wiped the oil off the roots, and that gave them the shemen hamishcha, that gave them the anointing oil. So I guess according to that mayor, it was the cooked oil that they used later on, in which they cooked the, the different besamim, that gave them the shemen mishchas, the, the seven amishcha. But according to the Yehuda, they never cooked the stuff. They just soaked it in water to not to absorb any of the oil. And then when they put the oil, the oil just laying over it, um, absorbed absorbed the smell. And then they removed it from it, and that they used for the shemen amishcha. Pasuk of Hay, Vasisa Oisei Shemen Mishchas Kodesh. 
you should make the make it into an oil for holy anointment. So you took that oil, you made it into holy anointment. Reikach mirkachas. It was a perfume, uh, a perfume compound. Reikach mirkachas means it was perfumed. It was the, from the besomim. It was mirkachas uh, from the compound, the mixture. This is the art of a perfumer. And uh, to give the perfume the smell the This should be oil for holy anointment that it should be. Dr. Ashi, Reikach Mirkachas. Dr. Ashi, a perfume compound. Dr. Ashi, that Reikach is a noun. Reikach is a noun. And the accent which is on the first syllable proves that. Then it's like Reikach, Reiga. And it's not like in Yeshai and Altus Vov, Reiga. Uh, Hayom, who wrinkles the uh, the sea, or Ukemoyer, like in Yeshayim and Beis Hey, Reika Haoretz, who spreads out the earth. That's an act. That's not a noun. Hatam Lamato, but there the the accent is at the end of the words. So here it's Reikach, and there is Reikach Reiga, but there is Regoy, it's on the Gimel, that's an act. Shatalamat, Chol Dover HaMu'ure Bechaveirei, any substance mixed with another, Achizek Kupach Mizeh, until one becomes absorbed from the other one, Either he gets the smell or he gets the taste. Kori mirkachas. That's called a mirkachas, a compound, a compound that that has the the, the mixture. So it's a reikach mirkachas. Reikach mirkachas a klashi perfume compound. Reikach also the umnuzetaruvis. It's a compound. It's a mirkachas. Of Reikach, a compound made through a skill of mixing. So it's a Mirkachas, uh, it's a mixing skill. Maaseh Reikach, the act of a Reikach is Shem Hu Mabedover. It's the one who craftsman by it. Pasuk Chomov, Moshachto Boi Es Oyehel Moyed. And you shall anoint with it, with the Shemen uh, Mishcha, you shall anoint with it the Oyehel Moyed, uh, the tent of meeting. And the Ark of Testimony. Now, we have already learned in Pashtas Tzitzavah about the Shemen Hamishcha, what you did with it, uh, even before learning about now how it was created. Uh, the Torah in, in, it talks about, uh, first of all, how the Kahanim became Kahanim. In Posik uh, Zion, in Perik Chovches, it says, That's with regards to. Um, to uh, the uh, to Aaron Cohen Godel. Um, further on in Pesach of Aleph, Perich of Tes, 
Torah tells you Lokachtum in Adoma Sheral Hamizbeach Umishem and Amishcha. And again, over here is Vizets al Arin, Vaal Begodov, Vaal Bonov, Bonov. So here we have this sprinkling of the Shemana uh, Mishcha on the Begodim of Arin and the Big Bonov, and them, you know, so on, on the Begodim. But then also in Posik Lamed Vov, the Posik talks about to Parchatas Tasla Yemakipurim Vichitesa la Mizbeach. And you should sprinkle mizbeach bechaperche olav. Then it says moshach to oisui lekadshui. So over there, the pasuk brings in moshach to oisui lekadshui. And Rashi teaches moshach to oisui b'shemen hamishcha that it was the shemen hamishcha that was used to be mekadesh the mizbeach. So over there, we stood out and we just talked about the mishich of the mizbeach, and that seems that was done. It says. Uh, that we should do so all the seven days of the Miluim. Uh, and Rashi, Rashi in Lamed So if Mashach that happened all for all seven days. So I guess over there. Um, the Rebbe the Pasik talks about the Meshicha that took place for the Mizbeach. Um, and Rashi already said, in maybe at least three times, I believe, in Parshish Tetzave, uh, in the that I mentioned before, that it was done Kimin Chav Yivonis. So, uh, but the only thing that we learned was about the Mizbeach. Over here, uh, the Pasik, um, I mean, the Pasik uh, was talking over there about the about how to prepare the Kohanim and, and the service of Kohanim. So it already talks to you about the Mashiach of the Mizbech too. But over here it talks specifically about the Mashiach. I'm just trying to 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 reconcile, figure out why the Torah just mentioned Mizbech over there about the Mashiach. And then over here it's, it, it, it starts telling you about the Mashiach again. But anyways, the Pazik says, uh, The tent of meeting. And the Oren. The Ark of the Testimony. Uh, now it doesn't say here about the Kapoiris. Uh, it doesn't say over here uh, in the Pasik. but it goes to the stray only to the Arun Haedus. But the Kapoiris was a separate entity uh, as far as uh, the the creation of it and, and setting it up. But over here it just says the Oil Moyed. Um, and um, so, what does it mean? The oil moed? How was it done? Rashi says, "Mashach the boy, the kolam shichas kibin kivonis." They're all made in a shape of the uh, Greek letter ki chav. Chutz mishal malachim, with exception of those that which were uh, kings when you anointed kings. Hankiminezer, they would make like sort of a crown, not like a kivonis, but like a crown. Already we had it before that uh, with regards to Kiyivonis. But here is, I think, uh, the first time that Rashi mentions that there's a difference between the type of Meshicha, which is done for a Melech, which is like a crown. Uh, and then the Pasuk of Zion, the Es HaShulchan, and the uh, the table, the Es Kol Kelov, and all its uh, vessels that go along with the table, as we learned earlier in Pashas Truma. Ves Haminoira and the uh, the candelabra of Ves Kilaha. Um, 
one needs to, um, before the order, Aronaidus was the first thing that passes Truma. The second thing was the Menorah, but the Shulchan came after the Menorah in the construction of Truma. But here the Pasuk brings down the Shulchan and then the Menorah of Eskilaho. And then the Pasuk talks Be'es Mizbach HaKetoyres. So, um, these were, the Mizbach HaKetoyres is actually, we just learned in the end of Parshas Titzave. But, uh, but those were the three vessels that were inside of the Oyel Moyet in the in the side of the Mishkan, um, but it was mentioned by us. It came in the end of Parshat but that's these three designated them. So maybe Oyel Moyet as one Aronaidus to Kodesh Kadoshim. These three vessels were in the Mishkan, and then Pasuk Chovches Ves Mizbech Oylov Ves Kol Kelov. Also, we learned the, all the different vessels they needed for the Mizbech Oylov Ves Akir Ves Kanai and the here and its stand, and the stand of the kir, the basin, and the stand of the basin for the water. Now this was already in the chotzer. All the kelim that were in the chotzer. The um, kidashto oisam, and you shall sanctify them. V'hoyu koydesh kadoshim, so they become holy of holies. Kolanagebem yikdosh. Anybody who touches them shall become holy. Uh, Rashi is going to explain what this means. This anointment sanctifies them. To be a holy of holies. What does it mean that they become? Okay, the Mashiach makes them holy of holies. What does it mean, holy of holies? What consists their uh, holiness? Anybody who touches Yigdush, what does that mean? Anybody who touches becomes holy. Anything that is fit for the vessels of serving, uh, meaning it's something which is of the type that that klesharis would use, uh, whether it's the flour for this or whatever the or the oil. If you put in anything that is fit for that klesharis, once it enters there's kodesh kedushas haguf, it becomes. Uh, holy, its body of the item that it becomes holy, liposil, it would become uh, disqualified, biyoitze, either if it goes out, goes out from its uh, designated boundaries, um, depending probably on on, on what it is. Um, uh, uh, there's different, you know, things cannot be outside of the chotzer, um, so. Once they're in that right keli, so you can't take them out. Some things can go out of the mishkan. And also ubelina. If it stays out overnight, um, uh, in which you know you have to uh, be makrevit on that same day instead of leaving overnight. And also ubetfulyoy. Uh, Tfulyoy means that if the item that became Kodesh in the Kleshodes, if it comes in contact with a person who has immersed himself from uncleanliness on that day, but he's still Chaser uh, Head of Shemesh, before he can eat Truma, uh, so that thing would become possible. Though. If he touches the, the Royal Kleshodes, it would become possible. And you can't redeem it to exchange the chulin. That means Kodesh Kedushas Akuf. 
it becomes holy. So anything that is fit for the Kleshoris, once it is, it becomes uh, like the Kleshoris, it becomes holy. And it does has all the Psulim, the Psulim from Yaitse, the Psulim of Lina. A Tful Yayim touches it, it becomes puzzle. And then it does the Chul. Avol, Dabar, but something which is not fit for that keli, just touching it, ain't makachim. So it says, Kolan again, Bem Yigdash means Dabar Aroi. Ushnuyi Mishlash Leima, Eitzel Mizbeach. So with regard to the Mizbeach, this, this is learned, been learned in a, in a, Befeirish, uh, 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 Mishnah, in a learning. Mitoch uh, Shadema, because the Pasik says, this it says there, Shmoy Shchov Tes, Pasik Lama Zayin. So that is the posik that was written before in Pashas Tetzave with regards to the anointment that mentioned before of the Mizbeach. So there the posik also says, uh, So you might think from this that whether it's fit, whether it's not fit, the posik says, meaning that right following this, the posik says, my uh, keves ruin, just like a keves is fit, because that's fit for the mezbeh, I have called roi. So it has to be roi. And, um, but over there, by the mezbeh, Rashi teaches, Ma'u mezbeh kodesh, ma'u kiddush osoi, kodesh nageb mezbeh yigdosh. But over there, Rashi says, I feel the carbon apostle, sha'ola, all of, uh, so over there we're talking about a a carbon puzzle, an unfit sacrifice. Um, so Rashi explains there what would mean. Um, um, so you 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 may think bein roi bein roi. Roi means that it was fit when it came in, and then it became puzzle. Just like it says over here that it's Kodesh Ketushas Aguf, the Apostle B'yoyinah B'yoyitzu B'linah B'tful Yoyim. So if something like that, um, at that particular point, that becomes Kodesh. It becomes Kodesh. Um, so something like that, which let's would be on the Mizbeach, for example, um, that would be Kodesh. So if it comes, Rashi explains the Barichas, if it comes to the um, to the Azorah, while it's, when it was disqualified, that means ain't a Roy. But if it comes to the Azorah as qualified, and then later on it becomes disqualified, and the examples Rashi gives there is like what we just Rashi says over here, like halon to leave it over, or vayoytzer or to take it out, vatome uh, or it becomes tome, or v'shenishchad machshavus chutz lizmanev chutz lemekoy mekoyitzbem. So uh, that's a level of pigol. So, but those things stay on the mizbeach. So that means over there, kol hanegeya behem yikdosh. So it seems like this. In our posse that we're not talking specifically about the Mizbeach. So we're not talking specifically about the Mizbeach. We're talking about just any uh, any Klei Whether it's the um, 
the shulchan, whether it's the kelim, whether it's the menorah, the kelah. So any of these items, um, um, so if you happen to have, again, what, what are they doing in the Mizbeach? Over here we're not touching it like over there to say that if they were puzzle, if they became puzzle, nevertheless, because they touched the Kodesh, just like by the Mizbech, we should be makrif them. Therefore, they will become Kedush Zaguf. What does it mean, Mishinichnas Letoicha, Kodesh Kedush Zaguf? So here we're not talking about that they warp Sulin and we want to use them, but we're talking about that Mishinichnas Letoicha, they become Kodesh Kedush Zaguf. So that the the um, the item becomes a kedushas aguf. So even though, let's say, you didn't want to use it for the mizbeach, or you didn't want to use it for the vessels, but if it's something which is fit for the vessels, so the chiddush is of v'hayu kodesh kadoshim is that they become kodesh mitzadem that they touch the vessel. That would be similar to saying by the Mizbeach uh, that if you brought an animal to the Mizbeach without making it a carbon, so because it's over there, because there it becomes Kedusha Saguf. But, and that would mean the Kolanegea Ba Mizbeach Yigdosh, just like it says Kolanegea Bahem. Over there it says Konegeba Mizbeach because it's talking uniquely about the Mizbeach. Here it says Konegeba meaning all Kalim. So what does it mean Konegeba Mizbeach Yigdosh over there? So if it was like over here, we should say if you bring up a Mizbeach, you bring a carbon, so then the carbon will become Kodesh Kedushas Aguf. So that you have to make it on the carbon. You can't, it's possible, but Yaitzah, Belina, but Fulyon, everything Rashi says over there. But over there Rashi says a totally different shot. Over there it says, is teaching us that a carbon which is already possible, but since the psul is in something which is royal mizbeach, since it came to the mizbeach, it came into the azorah, it came in kosher, and then later on, Something happened to it that it became wrong, that went wrong with it. Nevertheless, the Mizbeach made it Kodesh, so now it remains Kosher. So it's the a totally different shot in the Nanegebem Yigdosh. Legabe the Mizbeach, it looks like the shot over there. I'm going to have to look up these, the source of all this, but Legabe the Mizbeach, it looks like the idea is that the psul doesn't force it to take it off the mizbech. We're not trying to talk about it. He wants it on the mizbech. He's talking about something that was koidish, but we say a kol nagebe, and once it touches, yigdosh. But l'cheri, we can say the same thing over here, that if you had, uh, let's say, a uh, uh, lechem that became tomei, like lechem upon him, say, and it became uh, uh, tomei, still you should bring it because it's yigdosh already. But over here we're saying, no, that we'll be Makad or something else. We have to figure this out a little bit. Rashi uh, Sogvaita, Kol Meshichas Mishkan V'Kohanim U'Malachim All the time when he uses lotion of anointing the Mishkan or the priests uh, in the previous Pasha, basically, 
the Tzavah, and over here, the Mishkan, or Melochim, Rashi mentioned before, like a Nezer, Meturgum Loshur Ribui. That's translated as Ribui. So I want to go back for a minute. So the Roy that Rashi says over there in Tzavah, Bein Roy, Bein Shein Roy, so um, over there we're not talking about what type. Of course it's a type of a carbon. Rashi talks about whether if it was nearby, let's say, outside before it came, then it's considered not Roy. So Roy is not on the type of the carbon, but it's because of the Aveira of the carbon. Uh, over here, and, and we're trying to say that if the Aveira, if it's Roy, and the Aveira happens in the, in the, while it's already in the Azorah, then it, it doesn't stop it from being mass sacrificed. Over here, Roy and Eina Roy, which Rashi is quoting over here, which is written by the Mishkan, he says, That's the passing that says over there by the Mizbeach, that it has to be Roy to the, uh, to the Mishkan. But over there, Rashi doesn't use this as the Ruim, that is the Kvosim. Rashi learns the Roy means that the Aveda happened, didn't happen uh, before it came to the earth, it was a Reva, Nirva, or some other Aveda, but not it was to be a Kvosim. So this is a totally different in the Roy. You have to look up in the Gemara over there, seeing what the difference is in the Roy. Okay, let's go back to the Rashi. Uh, Rashi says, We translate it as a language of Ribui. That means greatness. Uh, because there's no need to anoint them except in order to proclaim their greatness. So did Hashem, the king decreed, that is their initiation into greatness. So this is, this is a level of greatness that the, and the sanctity and the greatness that happens through this Meshichas. And the other anointments, Kigoyin, Shemois Chavtez Beis, we talk about the Rikiki Meshuchin, the anointed wafers, or Namus Vavav Reishi Shmonim Yimshechu, the first oils they will anoint them, Losh Naram Izbahen Kilosh Nivris, their Aramic is the same as the Hebrew, that you, you smear them. Over here it means you make them great, because their greatness they're attained through the Meshichah. Over there is just uh, just the idea of of of, 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 of smearing onto the onto the wafers, as we had before in Pashtabi Rashi brings from Amos Vavo. So that's why the Targum touches the Loshen Gedula, Pasuk Lamed, Ves'Aaron is born of Timshuch. Now you should uh, anoint Aaron and his sons, Bekidash Ta'isum Lachayli, and you sanctify them to serve me. Now the Seems like this is uh, the same thing what the Pasuk was talking about before in Tetzaveh, which took place during the Shiva Simeon Meluim. Now, the Pasuk put in earlier in Tetzaveh this, 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 this Meshich of Aaron and Bonham in the middle of the services from the Karbonis, the, the three Karbonis that they brought, and um, 
And in the end, it says that in Vasisul La'ar and of Koch and Pei Pasuk Lamed Hey, Shivas Yom Tamal Yodom, and Rashi says, being in Hazaber Kubanas Halalu. So I'm assuming that uh, again, I'm not sure, but uh, I think that the Mishicha was done for Aaron Bonov all the seven days. Lachayda uh, the Mizbeach that we're talking about. I mean, I'm sure this is written by Fedish, but I'm trying to just. I don't know it offhand, but I think from the Rashi and from the Pasik trying to construct this. So it seems like that they did it for seven days. They did this Meshicha, they, they anointed Aaron, they anointed Mizbeach. So all this took place during the Shiva Simeh Ameloyim, uh, Together with the Zanah's Bon of Timshel, Vikidash, Toysim, Lechaimli. He sanctified them to be Kohanim to, uh, uh, to Hashem. So when it says Vikidash, Toysim, so the Mizbeach, Lechaira. It says she was yomet chaper al mizbeach v'kidash to yisrael, and that's the same same seven days that they were doing the she was yamaluim. So uh, that's when they did the the, the mishicha over there. So then you uh, you had to. Um, so this was done seven seven times at that at that particular time. Pasuk lamed aleph, but bnei yisrael did abelaymer and to the children of Israel, uh, you speak saying shemel mishchas kodesh yia. This shall be oil of oil anointment. Zeli, uh, this is uh, to me, to anoint to me. There is Seichem, for your generations. Um, this Mishchas Kodesh, that they made one time, they made it, but they made it. This Shem and Mishchas Kodesh, this, this particular one, this should be Lili, there is Seichem, should be for me for generations. Forever. From here, our teachers learn to say that it's entirely is in existence in the future, that it stands, because this will be the Resechim for the generations. This is the Gematri Zeh, which is Zayn and Hay, equals uh, 12, 7, and 5, which is the corresponding to the 12 Lugin of the oil that the uh, shaman was. So shaman Mishchaz Kodesh, he is... Uh, um, I'm just um, just wondering because they started off, they brought seven looking, but since they had to sprinkle it onto the... Certainly if they cooked it, you know, I don't know, some of it would boil out. But then maybe some of the juices of the other one absorbed the remain 12 looking. But the other way, uh, the way Rabbi Huda said it, that they smeared it on top, were they actually able to to um, get back the entire twelve lugin? It makes sense that if you sprinkle your mashiach all the kinds with this, uh, after absorbing them with water, the all the different chamesh uh, meyos and the five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, two fifty of the different besamim, it makes sense that they wouldn't be able to collect everything. So, but the posse here talks about already. It was a Shem Mishchus after it was done. But there the Pasik says that they had to bring uh, the 12 Lugin. But here we're talking about Zeh. Uh, this was the Shem Mishchus that was made from that Bissamim. Um, and then the question is, um, then the question is, what did they use exactly, these uh, Shem Mishchus uh, what was it used, and you know what happened with the Shemesh Chaskodesh throughout the generations, and uh, why, how does it prove from the because is when it says Shekulei Kain Losid Lovi, so the fact that it says Lederis Seichem means that it should be for the generations, but the fact that it says Zeh 
That means that as is, zeiz l'deri sechem, shvi l'deri sechem. Go right, post klamet beis, al besar odom lo yisoch, it shall not be poured upon human flesh, uv maskunte lo yisasu, and according to his formula you should not make, lisasu kamayu, don't make like it, koydeshu, it is holy, koydesh yiye lochem, it shall be holy to you. What does it mean? We'll see Rashi. Lo yisoch, tzukrash bishnei yudin, lo yifoil, this is, an expression in the form of lo yifal shall not uh, uh, do like, and in order that it be good, leman yitav loch, be good to you, so you should not be poured. Absarad lo yisach ben Hashem and azeh atzmei, from this very oil. So first of all, he's saying this very oil you shouldn't use, in other words, not to use of those 12 lugin that they made originally, not to put on human uh, human flesh. Umaskuti lasasu kamoyu zekrashi b'schum samonov. In the amount of its uh, ingredients, uh, don't make another one like it. The weight of these uh, uh, spices, uh, according to the measure of a hin of oil. So the measurement of the hin of oil, but. Uh, but if he, uh, he increased or decreased the ingredients, the fimidas in shem, and according to the measure of a hin of oil, then it's mutter. Um, so, which means it goes by the measure of one hin to this amount. But if he changes uh, the amount or less the amount, and he keeps it to a hin or makes it more than a hin, he keeps those amount. That has to be exactly, the formula has to be exactly, but if the formula is not exactly, then it doesn't. But it looks like exactly only with the oil. The oil is the key. The other ingredients it doesn't say. It's pochas or rabba samon shemen. shemen. So in other words, based on the hin shemen, you can only have that exact account. But if any less or any more, apparently even of one spice or two spices, or either way, change it is okay. But if you have the exact proportion, Say that you have um, instead of um, um, twelve uh, twelve lugin, so instead of twelve lugin, you had six lugin. You cut everything down in half. That would be osir, because it's exactly the same. It's the same formula, but it all depends on the oil. And even one that is made exactly like in this type of this formula. Then it's not the one who is anoints himself because Absalom Yisroch is only this because the prohibition is Maskutu Lasasu El It's only the one who mixes it up, who makes it together, the one who creates that because Lasasu Kamoy Uba Maskunte. What means Maskunte? Because Loshen Cheshben. It's the amount Kamoy like Yishmoi Sehi Ches when he was telling them that they have to bring the number of bricks. Doctor Maskoynes Halavenim the number of the bricks. Same thing is reverence to the incense, meaning the amount of the of the incense. Any person who compounds anything like it, or puts any of it on a alien. And again, Rashi says is the Zeh So he says doesn't mean from the one that he was Yirkach Kamoyu. Only the Reichai, or Shiite Mimenu from it, 
from that's Rav Moshe the Rashi. Al Zor, Zor means she ain't a Kuhuna or Malchus. It's not for the need of Kuhuna or Malchus. Or um, what about um, for the Mishkan? But that 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 that, that goes and no, that's uh, for later on. Is the Shavana Mishkan the anointment oil is something for the Kuhuna Malchus? After the the, the 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 building of the base Hamikdash, after the, it was no more necessary to have the anointment oil for that, for that. Posiklamadalat. So now uh, we're going to learn about the creation of the ketores of the incense that they brought. This was the Psalm Hashem and Hamishcha. But then remember in that posik it also talks about the ketores Hasamin. This was the truma. In the Ketores Hasamin, um, it goes somewhat in the order that it's mentioned Lachatchil and Truma, with regards to the uh, gifts and the pasuk is sort of almost uh, going along the lines of telling each gift, you know, how it was used. So we had the Pesamim Shaman and Mishchav the Ketores Hasamin. So these incense that they needed for the Psalm Hashem and Amishcha, that's included there, and also for the Ketur Sasamim. So this is it. So Hashem says to Moshe, again, it's, uh, here it's by Yoimer Hashem Moshe, as opposed to the last few times where it was by Dabar Hashem Moshe Leimer, by Dabar Hashem Moshe Leimer, in this Posik, uh, the other three times. Again, uh, this is a separate Dibur, separate Inyan. So Hashem says to Moshe, saying, Take for yourself Samim. Uh, Samim is... Uh, these are things that give off a good smell. Uh, aromatics. So what are they? Notof. Notof is... Uh, sap. Uh, so it's called a... A drip, it's a sap that drips. And, uh, Ushchelas, Ushchelas, Anisha, Anisha. And then the Chalbano. Chalbano, Itaiches, Galbanum. That's Galbanum. So these are Samim, aromatics. And then you take Ulevoina, Zaka, and pure, uh, Frankincense, bad So they should all be of equal weight. Bad all equal weight. The samim and the I mean the notof and the shcheles and the chalbano and the lohen zako. Let's see the Rashi. Notof zaktrashi hutsori. Now this is a balm. But since alshena elosrof. Uh, because since it's only the sap that drips, called notof, it drips from the balsam trees. So it's the it's it's the balm. It's it's, it's a sap that draw that drips from the balsam trees. Kori notof. That's why it's called notof. Ublas guma. Vatsori korim loy tarka. So that's the notof. So that's the sap. So it's notof is the um, is that is noitiv matzak tov. But sorry, sorry, koyin loy tirka. 
Ushchelis, that's the not of them we have Ushchelis, and uh, that's Anisha, Anisha. So Rashi Shoydish B'Shem, that that's a root uh, uh, of a spice, Shoydish B'Shem. It's a spice of, uh, it's a root of a spice, Cholok Umatzir, it's smooth and shiny, Kitsipoidin, as fingernails. That's why it's called Tsipoidin also. It's called Tsipoidin. It's uh, smooth and shines like a Tsipoidin. So that's Tufra. And this is what Unkulos Tanu Tufra. Tufra means like the finger, like a Tsipoidin, like a fingernail. Bechelbeno. That has a bad smell. It's called Galben. The Torah counts it amongst the ingredients of the incense. To teach us that it shouldn't be light in our hands, in our eyes. Uh, to include Jewish people who have sinned in when we get together to, to fast and to daven uh, Jewish sinners they should be included with us so we had also together with the good son we have a Rechera too Terry tells us we have to have everybody included so that's why we have the note of Eshchelas and then we have the Chalbun then the Pesach is Samim Samim means uh, others they put in other aromatics, so this is not Hoshchelos Chavna, but it, there's still more. And the Levayin Zaka, that's the pure frankincense, which should be the weak one. Levayin Zaka. We can learn the Rabbi Seinu from here. Our teachers learned Achadoser Samonim, Namrulay Lameshu B'Sinai, that there were eleven Samonim that were told to Lameshu B'Sinai, because Miut Samim Shnayim. Torah says for the Samim is two. Notov, Ushchelas, Vachalbano is three. Harechamisha. So that's Shloisha, Harechamisha, then you have five. Then the post is again, Samim, uh, is the Rabbis Oikimel, then to add an additional like this, five, like the, like the above. Hareasor. Ulevaina, Hareachad Osor. And Levaina is eleven. The Elohain, and these are them. So we have the Tsori, that's the Notov. Then we have. Uh, Shechelis, that's the Vatsipoidin, that's the Shechelis. And then we have the Chalbano, and then we have the Levino. Those are the four. Um, then we have Moiru Ktsio, and we have Moilus Nevda Kharkim, Harishmoino. So the four of the Posik, and then the Moiru Ktsio and Shemoilus Nev. And the Chalkim is eight. Shashabolus v'neir echadu. Because the Shibolus and the Neir is one. Shaneir doimed le Shibolus. Because the Neir is similar to the Shibolus. Then you have a Koshet v'akilufa v'akinomin. Now, the Kinomin we had before with regards to the Shabbat Namishcha. Now Rashi says, Beris Kashina in the Niktar. The Beris Kashina mentioned uh, the Brais over there is not included because Elaboy Shofin has a Tsipoidin. It does not go up on the, it's not, uh, go up, but you're just, uh, 
uh, the rob the tzipoyden or the shcheles or the tzipoyden or the on on naisha with it. Lelabno uh, um, to make it white should he so that it should be beautiful. So you 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 do it in the boydis karshino is what you whiten the um, the tzipoyden. These four that I mentioned over here, you shomim mishkol b'mishkol. They should be equal in weight by weight. Like one's weight is the other one's. So we learned in Kriyus Bava Aleph, Hatzori v'Hatzipoyin Achabenu v'Alvoyinu Mishkal Shivim Shivim Mona. Each one weighed seventy seventy mona. The lashon bad nira be'enai. The word bad appears to me to mean shuloshin yochid. That it's a unit. Echod uh, be'echod, uh, each one. In other words, the weight yizek uh, shall be this one like this one. So each one of them should weigh bad bevadiyeh. One should be like the other one in their weight. Pasuk lamed hey, you'll make it into incense. Reikach again, it's a kam reikach masirekeach. It's a compound. The act, according to the act of a perfumer, mimulach, well blended, tohir, kodesh, pure holy. Doesn't say kodesh kodesh, it's tohir kodesh, kodesh. Mimulach, kedagume mu'urav, it means mixed. She arev shchikosom, that he should mix their spices powder, the powder that comes from the spices. So I guess they powdered it down, all these different kinds, they powdered it down. So, Ya'arev Shechikosom, Yofa Yofa, you should mix. They powder down very well, Zemza, one with the other. Vayimer Ani, and I say, Shadoimeloi, similar lotion of Memulach, is Yoyna Alev, Ayiru HaMalochim. And the sailors uh, saw or uh, your sailors and your mariners. Because they turn around the water with their rows, with their oars. When they lead the boat, like a person turns over beaten eggs, to mix them with the water. And everything a person wants to mix well, well, you turn it around with his finger, with a spoon. So, Mulch means turning. So, so that's called Loshin Malach mixing up well. So, Mulch Tori Kodesh. So, all these spices are, so the, they're, they're made into powders. And then these powders are mixed in well. You shall crush some of it very fine. And you should put some of it before the testimony. In the attendant meeting, that I will meet you there. Now the passage is, to meet you, holy of holies. Now here it doesn't explain what it means, meaning like I said before, or something. It just calls it, 
this is what we learned before. That's on the inner mizbeach, on the mizbeach hazov, on the mizbeach was inside shubayil moed in the moed. So there, you give it as we learned the procedure in the end of parshas tetzavim. I mean that it's done. So when when Arav halasanas and ben Aboim yechtereno, when he go in the morning and at night, that's when he brings it in. All the uh, appointments to speak to you that I set up for you, and I set it up for that place. Again, this Rashi, this Avoid Luchashama, is mentioned uh, maybe five, six times, or maybe ten times in the, in the, in the last few parshas. And each time Rashi says it's a little bit different, and also Komoy Debure, just to um, sit and figure out all these different Rashi's. Pasuk Lamed Zayin, and the instance that you make, you shall make for yourself according to this formula, Kodesh Tiyelachol Hashem. It should be to you holy to Hashem. When the Torah tells you before also not to do so, and Mishra also says to you not to do so because what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? You should not make for yourself according to this formula. What is it? According to the number of its ingredients. So this is different. Maskunta means the number account. Rashi before Maskunta touched the word Maskunta by the Shavana Mishcha. Everything worked by the oil, not to make it like the uh, comparison to the oil uh, that level. Uh, here Rashi says the number of spices. So what does it mean? Any 11 spices, if you just combine these 11 spices, or these 4 spices, or the 11 spices, that we say over here, so you can do 10 spices, because in this case, by the instance, there was no... Um, there was no... Um, 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 but this had the Shivim Shivim Mone, for the four, as Rash said before, and then the Braise brings down the other ones, the Shurim of, uh, like we say in the Davening all the time, how much there was for each one of the Shibar Nebacharka Mishkal Shisha, also Mona, Krishna Mosak, Lufa Shloisha, Kinomitisha, Beris Kashino, okay, but the version is not Bukhal used, but I'm saying the formula uh, over here, Rash says, Minyan Samonel, so it seems like Rashi is saying that you can't have 11 spices, but if you have 11 spices, not in the right number. That should be possible here too. But why this here says Maskunta? I mean, how, why is there a difference between here and before? Before he didn't mind having the same, unless, as long as you don't have the same ingredient. But here the main thing is not to have the same amount of Samona. But the, uh, the quantity the, it is, it doesn't seem to make the difference here. This should be looked in further. Kodesh Tiyu Lechol Hashem, it should be to you holy for Hashem. Not to make it but to Hashem's name. That means Tilachol Hashem for Hashem. The first Pasik Lamad Vavar says, Kodesh 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 Tilachem is a general that it should be holy for you. This says it should be La Hashem, should make it for Hashem. Pasik Lamad Ches, Ishash Yasach Amoyla Riachba, a person who makes anything like it to smell it, when Nichas Ma'am should be cut off from his people. Before too, then he's only making it is is, is cut us. Uh, but 
but you can make it your own. You can't make it to smell for it, meaning you to use for yourself, but in order to give it to the tzibur, uh, it's okay. Any for any purpose, but maybe a person makes that because he wants to smell it. So the Torah says, you can but you can move maskunta in order to give it over, deliver it to the community. So now we're starting with the uh, Hashem saying to Moshe, who is going to be building it? So Hashem speaking to Moshe about the construction of the mission. But now Hashem, Moshe, Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, See, I've called my name, B'Tzalel ben Uri ben Chur, B'Tzalel the son of Uri, the son of Chur Lamata Yehuda, from the tribe of Yehuda. Korosi B'Shem, I named them basically. do the job as always B'Tzalel. Now the name Chur uh, rings a bell. Uh, remember we had the Chur that went to... Um, Ba'arin v'chur tam chiyodov by the milchama with Amalek mizeachad or mizeachad. Chur Rashi said over there two times we had already that Chur was actually the son of Miriam. Miriam married Kalif. Miriam married Kalif. Ben Yifuna. And they had a son whose name was uh, Hur. So is this Betzalel, is this Uri, that Hur's son, so is Betzalel Hur's grandson? I'm sure uh, it's my ignorance, but I'm sure that's obvious to those who know. But I'm sure we'll learn it. But um, um, whatever, but I know you definitely because Kolev was from the Shev Yehuda, Rashi said it before and we learned it later on that the Lamata Yehuda was uh, was Kolev uh, Ben Yifuna now this, this Kolev um, was Moshe's and Aaron's brother-in-law now no wonder that he stood up for the Meraglim now over uh, there at that time when they all went against him and Yeshua. And Yeshua was the uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's servants and Kola was his brother-in-law. And B'Tzalel, if this is true, that this was the Chur, Lamata Yehuda, um, so it's still in the family. Um, uh, Chur, uh, B'Tzalel, so that's Moshe uh, Rabbeinu's great nephew. All right, we'll go weiter. So we'll see how as we as it develops. To do uh, my work, and I want to do my work b'tzalo. Already before when the, the the creation of the begodim and the mishkan, already over there there is um, you know there is the lachshiv machshavis and maisechoshiv and rashi uh, when it comes to the garments already by uh, intetzave talks that they know specifically the garments so he he, he had uh, you know other people with him as we'll see so pasuk gimel says 
Ruach Halikim. By the way, in the Gemara it says that Betzal was only 13 years old at this time. Um, so I filled him with a uh, Ruach Halikim, with the Spirit of Hashem, Bechochma, Bismuno Bedaz Mit Chabad, with uh, wisdom and with uh, insight and with knowledge. And uh, he had talent for all kinds of craftsmanship. What is the difference In this context, Chachma is wisdom that you can hear from others and learning. Bisvuna means that you can, as a step level, is So from what you've learned, you can learn further. Ubedas means Ruach Pasik Dalit to master weaving. Machshav uh, is a thoughtful weaving that we have. Rashi said before, and you weave in two sides, uh, different uh, different types of woven into different types of uh, images. Um, uh, but Lasa is. So that's the weaving. Lasi is bazov to work with gold, uva kesef and with silver, uva nachoshes and with copper. Lachshiv machshoves. So Rashi arigas meisachoshiv to weave in a thoughtful way, in a master weaver. Posikai. So that was needed for the uh, for the curtains of the of the mishkan, for the parochis, for the front, the back, for the. Um, I think they were made out just from the Izim. But uh, for all the different, and for the Begodim, they would need to weave them, some of them. And for the crafts of stones to fill, uh, of setting, cases, setting stones to know that for that's Ubacharishas uh, eights, and with the crafts of wood. Lasis b'chol malacha to do all kinds of work with woodwork. B'charoshes even zaktrashi charoshes loshin umonus is a denoting a craft like a skilled craftsman. Kimo yishayim mem pasuk chov chorosh chochem a skilled craftsman. Uncleus pidush uncleus ever explained this term, but vishona bepidushim. But vary the wording in their explanation. So Kharashavonim Bakharishavan Kari Uman. In the explanation of the two words of here Bakharishas so Bakharash Avani renders uh Tava. Bakharash eats Karinagar. Uh because a craftsman of stone is called an uman, and a craftsman of wood is called a nagar, a carpenter. So there's a difference. So Kharishis Evan is is a uh, person that works with, with stone, with bricks, a masonry kind of guy, and that's one of the Kharishis, a carpenter. But it's not just Kharishis Evan, it's also setting stones. So I'm not sure Kharishis uh, for setting. Uh, um, so I'm not sure where here is doesn't mean a masonry because they didn't build any buildings or from stones. It's talking about probably uh, what is the oven here? It's talking about probably the the avonim that were in the 
precious stones. They're talking about the stones of buildings. So it's different crafts, a jeweler more. It's an uman, a craft is a jeweler. Lemalois, Rashi, Loishiva, Rashi, as Rashi says, Loishiva, Mishbetsu Shalobimilua, to set it into its box, into the setting stone fully. So it fits in fully. So that you make the settings equal to the to the measurement of the bottom of the stone and the thickness, so that it fits in, it fits perfect, so that the stone that sits in those boxes fits in. And behold, I have uh, placed with him as Ali of the son of Achisamach in the tribe of Don. And all the wise hearted into whom I've given wisdom. So in addition to Ali, we named him. Uh, they shall do everything that I've commanded you. So Hashem says, I mentioned by name, I chose you by name. But and with him. And then the rest of them is all the other wise of heart that there is amongst you. And everybody I've given him wisdom, they should do everything that I instructed you. But um, now, really, in the beginning of Pashat Tzavah, uh, already the Pasik talks about this Va'atu Tadaber El Kol Chach Meleiv Hashem Meleisiv Ruach Chochma. So uh, they should make when he talks about the construction. He's telling him who's going to construct it that it'll be. But over there he says as Kol Chach Meleiv Hashem Meleisiv Ruach Chochma. So he's already talking to him about those, and he doesn't mention anybody specifically. Just says Kol Chach Meleiv, and in Pasik Hey. Over there it says, "Vehem yichu es hazov." And Rashi tied to the oisum chachme leiv sheyasu habegodim. Those chachme leiv who make the begodim, yikablu min hamisnadvin as hazov as atchelus last month's begodim. So um, it looks like those particular chachme leiv for the begodim. Over here, there everything is bunched up together, as as we'll see in the further the kipsukim. Yeah, but it's it's interesting that in the in the entire Pasha's Truma when it talks about the construction of the Mishkan, it doesn't talk over there. It all tells it talks to like Moshe Rabbeinu is making Vasisa, Vasisa that you should make. It doesn't talk about doesn't mention anything about the um Leiv or anything. And then when it once he moves over to Pasha's Tzavah to talk about the Begodim, over there it says Va'atad Daba Kochachmaleiv that they should make it. All of them they will do. and But then uh, the Pasuk goes back to the Mishbet Sezove says, And Vosiso Lachishin talking to him. Vosiso is Mila Eifit, talking about Moshe Rabbeinu again. Right to Vosiso Tzitzov. The Pasuk continues talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. But here the Pasuk goes back to talking about them in general. Pasik Zayim. So what should they make? It's Ayil Moyid, the uh, tent of meeting, Vesa Orin Laidus, and the Orin Laidus, Vesa Kapoidus Asherolov, and the cover uh, that's upon it, Ves Kol Klei Ha'oyil, 
and all the vessels of the oil. Now, here, before I mentioned, before when it talks about Meshicha, he didn't talk about the Kapodos. But here when he says to make, he talks about the oil moyet, he says, uh, oil moyet, uh, presumably that's referring to the Mishkan itself. Um, to the structure, to the planks, to the to the to the to the structure and the cover of the Mishkan. That's the tent of meeting. This building the tent. Then he talks about the the Orin. So even though Hashem first tells him about the Kalim, but when he tells him uh, in the instruction, but when he tells him uh, that the people are going to do it, they built it for him. He says first the oil mayit because they put the Orin as they made first the oil mayit. He says that's what he says. Shem says to him. And then he says the Orin. And then he says the Kapesha Olof. And then he says where it's called Klei Oil, all the vessel oil. The Klash Ves Orin the Eidus. What does it mean, the Orin for the Eidus? Tzorich Luchis Eidus. That the Orin was used for the purpose of the uh, tablets of the Eidus. A little surprising that just in a few psukim earlier in Pasik Chavav and Perik Lamet, when the Pasik talks about Meshich, it says Meshach Tabay Soyal Mayid. And it says Ves. Aroin Ha'idus. Rashi doesn't say Litsoirach Luchis Ha'idus. Here it says Ves Aroin Lo'idus, and here it says Ves Aroin Ha'idus. Maybe that's the difference, but I don't you know, have to figure out what's the difference between Aroin Ha'idus. Rashi says Litsoirach Aroin Ha'idus. Maybe Ha'idus means Litsoirach Ha'idus. Lo'idus means the test of the Megals. Again, we have to just understand what Rashi is saying over here. Pasuches, ves hashulchan, ves keilov, ves hamenoira atoira, the table in its castle, ves hamenoira atoira, and the pure menoira, pure menoira means pure gold. Ves kol kileho, and all of its vessels, ves mizbech hakatoidus, and the mizbech, the inside mizbech of the katoidus. Now, over here, again, the order is like by the Meshicha, mentioned before, first the Shulchan and then the Menorah, even though the, the Truma, the Menorah comes first. Why do we call it Menorah Toira? Hashem Zov Toira. That's based on the fact that it was made of pure gold. Um, the other one had um, Zov, the, the Shulchan, and the Mizbech HaKetorah was Zov, overlaid with gold, but it wasn't of gold. This was pure gold, the whole the uh, menorah was made of a kikar zohar. Then there's mizbech ha'oyla, there's called keilov, there's mizbech ha'oyla in and the base of his kanoi, and its uh, base. Pasuk yud, there's big day hasrod, and the... Uh, so the big day hasrod, as we'll see in Rashi, those are the garments uh, which they... Um, um, which, which they cover the... Uh, the holy, the holy garments, uh, when they were moving from place to place, so they would place them in, into garments. So this is called the Big Day Hasrod. Sin Rashi. There's Big Day HaKodesh and the holy garments, that's the serving garments. Arin HaKoyin. There's Big Day Von of Lachayin. So those are the garments of Arin HaKoyin and Big Day Von Lachayin. So over here we see, like I mentioned, that all of them, this whole thing is uh, all together with the uh, responsibility of Betzalel and Oholiyah, with Yashach HaKmelev. According to the simple text of the Pasuk, it's impossible to say that he's talking about the vessels of the, uh, the garments 
of the Kehuna. Because it said next to it, it's talks already about these garments. But these garments of Srod, those are the garments of the Tcheles and Argomet Lashoni, that are said in the portion of their journeys in Bamid Bardal at Posikit Base. It says over there that when they moved they gave it into a garment of uh, blue wool. Over there it says in Posikit Gimel that they spread out a garment made out of the purple wool. And over there in Posik Ches it says from the red wool. So they had all these different gar- garments. And I says, it seems, my words seem, make sense. Shedema, because it says, in Peshmo Yislam Atalav Aleph, Uminat Cheles Var Gomam Betelas Shoni, it says, also Big Day Srod, so they made the Big Day Srod, the Shoros Bakaydish, serving the holiness. For the Huskar Sheshimon, over there it wasn't mentioned that they put the linen. The Imbi Big Day Kunim Adamer, if it's talking about the Big Day Kunim, it's in the Bechad Nemar Gomam Betelas Shoni, Belishesh, we don't find purple wool or tlashoni without sheish. Uh, I don't know where actually the tcheles, I think they're all all the time, there's tcheles, agom, tlashoni. I don't know, I'll take a look in a second. But um, sheish alone we found. You have the kasoyne sheish, you have the just the linen garments. The, 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 but, the, but to have agom, uh, tlashoni, uh, without sheish, that, that, that we don't find. So why does the Pesach says, metchel, agom, tlashoni, doesn't say sheish. It's a simen, that is talking about different big days. Road, it's talking about the vessels in which they put the kelim in. Now, the meal was made just of tchelis alone. The Pesach says that you made it meal klil tchelis. But, um, so therefore, mina tchelis could have mean, maybe tchelis over there would mean, the big road would mean the meal. But, um, by, with regards to our government and Tarah Shoni, um, over there, um, any other the other garment, there's really only two other garments, the Chayshin and the Eifid, uh, they both have Sheish in it. So why would the Pasuk not have Sheish over there? So, since it says, uh, since it says, it's not, it's not, doesn't talk about that. But the uh, the question I have also, but they also all had Zov also. Why does Rashi just change, choose to challenge us from the Sheish uh, part, not from the Zov part. Rashi could have said, because Zov should also be included. And the uh, anointing oil, and the, uh, the spices uh, of the incense, for the holy, like all I have commanded you, they shall do. And for the purpose of the Ketoides of the Hegel inside of the And you speak to the Bnei Yisrael saying, Ach es Shabsoyset Shmoidu. But only keep my Shabbos. Ki oisi benu benechem derisechem. For it is a sign between me and you for the generations. Ladaz kaniyashem mekadishchem. 
that uh, to know that I'm Hashem makes you holy. Ba'ata Dabra Bnei Yisrael says in Ashi, Ba'ata and you, Afal Pishiv Kadeticha, although I have commanded you, I gave you the mandate, Litzavay Yisumam Lachsa Mishkan to instruct them on the work of the Mishkan, Al Yekal Be'inecha, Litchis is Shabbos Bnei Yisrael, let it not seem to you that it may be easily set aside the Shabbos because of that work, Pesach says, no. So Hashem is saying to David and Israel, no. Aches Shabsoisai Tishmeru. Aches Shabsoisai Tishmeru. Ava Pishdiru Dufim Muzurizim Bezizus Malachis. Even though you're going to be rushed to perform the work of the Mishkan quickly, Shabbos Hatitchem Ponel. Don't push away Shabbos for it. Kol Achin Veraki Miutim. Only time when it says of Achin Rak imply limitations. To exclude the Shabbos from the work of the Mishkan. To say, Ach, excluding no. Rashi explains it because maybe Shabbos maybe not in the gate to the Mishkan. Maybe the Mishkan should be built, but it's just telling him about Shabbos now for some reason. It says, Ach, Ach means exclusion. No, don't do the work on Shabbos. Ach, Shabbos Keep the Shabbos. So, Kalabi is a sign. It's a great sign amongst us that I chose you that the fact that I gave you as inheritance the date of my rest for a menucha, that is the sign. That's a sign of greatness amongst us. Or a sign of distinction amongst us. So the Oisi Beni Benechem, the Shabbos is that Abishter gave the Shabbos to the Yidden uh, a day of his rest, he gave it to the Yidden to rest. The nations will know that I God that sanctifies you. You should keep the Shabbos for it is sacred to you. Those who desecrate it shall be put to death. Anyone who will do work on it, that soul will be cut off from the midst of its people. So on one hand we say Mois Yumas means it should be de- put to death and then it says Nikhrusa. So Krash Mois Yumas im Yashidim Hasura, if there's witnesses and warning, then you put to death. The Nikhrusa is Bulay Hasura, without warning. Mechalalaha, one who desecrates, which means Khal Loshan Hanaik Bechel Bigdushasa, one who treats it uh, uh, profanes its sanctity uh, uh, by by conducting himself in a weekly way, so it makes it khal. Tazvav sheishis yomim yosem melacha. Six day work can be done. Uvayim hashvi and the seventh day Shabbos Shabbosin. Complete rest. Kodesh l'Hashem. Kol ha'osem melacha. It's holy for Hashem. Kol ha'osem melacha. We're in Shabbos. Anyone who does work on the Shabbos day, Moshiach should be put to death. Shabbos Shabbosin. That means a perfect rest. Menuchas maragoya. V'loy menuchas arei. Should be a full rest, a resting rest, not a uh, casual rest. The reason that they doubled it is prohibited all kinds of work. Even for what's needed for 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 survival, for for a person's uh, like a yontav which is mutter. It's written that means that it's also asur in eichal nefesh. Also b'chol 
אבל לא יום טוב לנמל בוי, כי ביום הראשון שבוסן, וביום השביעי שבוסן, וביום טוב יצא זו עונית שבוסן, בפרסט וסקנד דיי. אסור למחור מלאכס עבודה. זאת אומרת, אסור מלאכס עבודה. ומותר עם מלאכס עבודה נפש, אבל אתה מתכוון לעבוד שזה לסוף. שמירס קדושו של שמי במצווה ישראל. Keep the holiness to my name and for my instruction. פוסק דזיין, ושומרו בני ישראל עשה שבס, and so the children of Israel will keep the שבס, לעשות את השבס לדרסום, to make the שבס throughout the generation, בריס אילון for internal covenant, everlasting covenant. פוסק דזיין, ביני ובין בני ישראל. between me and the children of Israel. This is an eternal sign. As Rashi says, the eternal sign of Gedullah. For six days Hashem created the heaven and the earth. And He rested on the seventh day. He rested. He stopped and He rested. that he returns his soul and his breath when he relaxes from the effort of the work and whoever is written he doesn't get tired he doesn't put an effort and everything he works is by saying I'll work there so he writes uh Uh, rest uh, to himself, he says he rests for Yom Shavu's Shalai Nofesh. The Shabbat Asa'izim Ashiyichel Lishmoya, in order to make it understood to the human ear what word that it can be understood. Rashi's used this language of the Shabbat Asa'izim Ashiyichel Lishmoya several times in the past already uh, to explain the different sentences in which it talks about the, um, uh, with regards to the divine in terms of the human being.